Hey guys, today's the start of our whole house organizing project, and I'm calling it the WHO project. Today we're going to be talking about the seven wastes, organizing your mind, time blocking so you can win at routines, and all of these things to get you started on the whole house organizing project. We've got to organize our mind. If our mind is distracted by all the things all day long, it's gonna be impossible to keep up with what needs to be done. And it's gonna be impossible to stay focused and stay on track. So number one, we are gonna organize our minds, our schedules, and take a look at where we are being wasteful in our day, in our routine, in our home. Okay, so if we are aware of where we're being wasteful with our time, our finances, our, you know, where disorganization is causing waste in our lives, it makes it a lot easier to make improvements. So listen in to today's episode. I cannot wait to hear how you are enjoying this and then come join us in the Facebook group so that we can connect and really help you through this whole house organizing project as a team. So come join us. We want to get to know you. We want to help you. I want to help you through this. I cannot wait to get started on this. Here we go. Hi, welcome to a simplified and fabulous mom life podcast. I'm Jennifer McDaniel, pro organizer, capsule wardrobe stylist, and functional home designer. As a mom of four, I realize how quickly things get out of control and how important it is to prioritize how your home functions and how it makes you feel. So if you're ready to find solutions to the stressors in your home and make room for the things that are really important, listen in and let's get started. Today's lesson, we are going to be talking about how to create a schedule so many of us have different things we do differently every day. So I don't work out of my home every day. I don't work from home every day. I'm not working with clients every day, but there are certain things, certain parts of my day that are going to be the same and they're going to be done in the same routine schedule. Here's how I have broken up my day in how it works for my life, no matter what is going on in my day. I talked about in the last episode about simplifying your mind, making a list using one notebook and evaluating your to-do list and how to break it down into categories. My time blocks are before the kids go to school, before lunch, before dinner, before bed, and then before tomorrow. That's how I have my schedule broken up and it works no matter what my day looks like. There's things that I like to do first thing in the morning. I like to be completely dressed, ready to go. I like to have my makeup done, my hair fixed, my bedroom tidy, my clothes are put away, the stuff is picked up off the floor, I cleared my bathroom countertop. I I want my space tidy when I come back. Maybe I empty the dishwasher before I leave to take the kids to school. I make sure that I have meat thawing. If I'm doing a meat for dinner that needs to be thawed out, I would go ahead and pull that from the freezer before I leave for the day and have a plan, at least an idea you know, I'm going to cook ground beef today. And so that's what I'm pulling out. I might make spaghetti or I might make chili or it might be tacos. You know, we have some options and some flexibility there, but I know I'm going to use this meat today. So I'm going to go ahead and thaw that out. Right. So we have these options that we do and 
what works for your family. Maybe you live by yourself. Maybe you, it's nobody's going to be home for dinner, so that's not a big deal to you. But there is something that needs to be done to prepare for later in the day, first thing in the morning. Same at night. In my nighttime block, I want to make sure that the kids' lunches are already packed. I want to make sure that I have something to eat for lunch and that there's breakfast ready. So do I need to pull something out of the refrigerator? Do I need to... Um, make some waffles real quick. Uh, you know, do I need to have that ready or at least put it out so that we know that that's what we're having for breakfast so that it's easy to make. Uh, maybe we're going to make some oatmeal. So that's going to, I'll go ahead and pull that out and have it ready. Um, maybe I need to just clear a space on my countertop. So I will focus on just making sure the dishwasher got loaded and started. That's something I can do at night in a 10 minute time span. It's not gonna take a long time out of my day if I wasn't planning on doing it. Maybe I had asked one of the kids to do it. I've always asked one of the kids to do it, ha ha. <laughs> so I want something, I want to make sure that these things are done uh, before I leave the house. And so sometimes it's best to do them at night rather than first thing in the morning when I know I'm tired and I might wake up too late or if something might, you know, whatever. There's so many different things <laughs> that can delay exiting the house with children. And I'm trying to get three or four kids out the door plus myself and be ready for work and make sure I have all of my work items, depending on what client's house I'm going to that day. Those require different things. If I'm working in a closet, I need different things than when I'm working in a garage. I don't want to wear nice clothes when I'm working in a garage or outdoors. I want to wear stuff that is disposable if needed, right? I want to wear something that I don't really care about. So there's there's different things that I have to think about before I go into my next day. And I feel like everyone has things like that. Whether you're going to be working from home, you're going to have different plans for your day. If you're going to be working in the office, if you are traveling, if you have children, your day is going to be different. If you're a stay-at-home mom and your life is just all over the place, all day, every day, because you have to depend on the the nap times of your children as to whether you're able to get something done. Mama, you still have times of your day that things need to be done. And I feel like it's before the kids take their first morning nap for you. Maybe it's going to be before your big kids go to school, what do you need to do? Maybe you just wake up and get them to school and then maybe it's your morning block is before your babies wake up, you know, or maybe it's before your if you're still nursing and they're up overnight uh, waking you up, then maybe your morning starts before they wake up from their morning nap. So if they're getting up early, you've got that flexible time there. So think about what can you do in that time? What is a to-do list item that's going to be helpful to add into that time block. Maybe it's just checking, you know, making a grocery list. Maybe it's just starting the laundry. Maybe what you can do is real quick sort through your kids' clothes and see what they're going to need. Make a shopping list of, you know, springs coming up. I'm going to be doing an episode on clothing, so don't worry too much about that right now. But these are things that we're already thinking about. How can you implement those into your day? Maybe you can real quick before the kids wake up, go through the toys that are in the living room. Which ones have your kids outgrown? Which ones are just always on the floor and rarely played with? Go ahead and make a donation bag. Get a bag of stuff going and 
take it out to the car before your kids wake up. You can hide that thing in the trunk. Make sure you take out any batteries so you're not listening to toys on the way to drop them off because you'll probably have the kids in the car and they'll be like, where's my toy? I hear it. <laughs> and they'll want you to dig through the bag. Those are the things that I want you to really be thinking about for this week. As we get started, you need to create your schedule and time block. And I will have some lists of some of my time blocking that I've done. I'll share some of those examples in the Facebook group. They're in the show notes. If you wanted to link in and join the Facebook group, please do that. We do need you to answer the questions so we can let you in the group, please, if you don't mind. The important things to get started is getting a routine going. Even if you don't feel like you have a routine, I promise you already have a routine. You have these things that you do. You just aren't thinking about them productively. During the summer, when my kids were home, I didn't have any kind of routine going. And I was just waiting for school to start so that I could have a routine and a plan and a schedule for my kids because when I don't have a time commitment to be somewhere, it's very easy for me to let things go and to not pressure myself to do things. And then I feel out of control. I feel like I don't have myself together and things get behind and it's more stressful and more frustrating for me. But that's something that I end up doing when I don't have a time pressure to be somewhere. And I know so many other moms do the same thing. So many other women, people, we do the same thing. And so if we start thinking about blocking out our day, creating that schedule that is easy, you already have that natural routine. You're in the kitchen, you can make a grocery list. That's an easy thing to do first thing in the morning. You can start the dishwasher or empty the dishwasher. Those are things that we can do to make the day go better and to help us to be more productive throughout the day. If you're not loading the dishwasher all day long, coming in in the afternoon, evening, uh, after a busy day, you don't really have the mind energy to put into cleaning the kitchen. And so sometimes we just let it go and we don't get the kitchen cleaned. If we get into a really busy schedule of that sort of thing being a continual pattern, it creates a lot of stress and negativity. It's like a negative energy that I feel when my home, and especially when my kitchen is messy. These are things that create stress and they make you feel bad about, they make me feel bad about not managing my home better. So this is stuff that I feel like we need to prioritize a little bit more. Those daily messes, making sure the dishwasher gets run at night, making sure the kitchen sink is emptied in the morning so that we can wake up and not feel like we're already behind. Make sure that we're waking up and feeling like we actually have the energy to put into keeping up with today's messes. If we're still doing two days ago's dishes, it feels pretty overwhelming. But we can handle the messes that we make today. (laughs) That's not overwhelming. Today's messes, today's problems, we can handle today's problems. But if we're still carrying around the weight of the problems from last week and last month, and when you feel overwhelmed, it's harder for you to be productive. So that's why creating a schedule and getting your routines in order is so important. So when you're thinking about a routine, What is a routine? It's the things that you're already doing consistently. What is something that you're doing every day already? And what are the things you could easily add to those things that you're already doing? 
I'm going to already be taking the kids to school five days a week, most weeks, right? So what can I do during that time when I'm taking the kids to school? I can easily stop by and pick up groceries while I'm out if I have my grocery list. So that's why I want you to save time. Don't take your kids to school and then go home, do your grocery list and all of that, and then go back out to the grocery store and then come home and put it away. You just wasted an entire 30 minutes of time probably, maybe an hour, maybe an hour and a half doing that sort of routine rather than being productive, being prepared when you already are out of the house. The seven wastes, so transportation, which means driving extra routes, going places at the wrong time, so it's going to be longer sitting in traffic, um, multiple trips to the grocery store, or visiting multiple places a week, you know, running to Target five to seven times a week, (laughs) guilty, (laughs) inventory, that's another waste of one of the seven wastes, overbuying things, forgetting you had it, not putting things away, so you buy extra uh, losing stuff so that, uh, you know, how many of you have bought clothes for your kids and then they outgrew them before they ever got to wear them? Yep, that's an inventory problem. How many times have you gone in the pantry and you thought that you had something and you were planning to make it for dinner, like me trying to make pasta? Um, I was going to make some spaghetti the other day and I didn't have any spaghetti sauce. Well, then I found it. I was pretty sure I had some, but I couldn't find it anywhere. It wasn't where all my jars are. And There it was behind the boxes of macaroni and cheese. Like I had a a stack of boxes of mac and cheese um, for the kids and I couldn't find the spaghetti sauce because it was hidden behind there. Uh, It was an inventory problem. So it was something that wasn't put where it belonged. Uh, So I had to make something else for dinner. Really, I went out to the store again, purchased it, and then dinner was just a later start, and it was really frustrating, and it was a wasteful evening. I didn't have time with my kids because I was running to the store, and I was frustrated in the kitchen, so that's an inventory problem that then caused a waste of transportation. You know, here's another inventory issue that I run across in homes all the time, even my own. You don't put things away, so you buy extra or using a more expensive item because the cheaper item wasn't in stock, like no milk, so you use cream, no toilet paper, so you use paper towels or wipes or napkins. That's an inventory issue. If you had had the right item, the toilet paper, the cost would have been lower to use toilet paper rather than paper towels or baby wipes or napkins the cost is much less expensive per use of toilet paper than it is for those other items. So here's another one of the seven ways we have motion. So running all over the house to complete a task, like in my last house where my husband had to go to five different places it felt like. He was always running back and forth, back and forth, all around the room to get dressed for the day, every single day. For me, I could stand in one spot and put everything on, including my earrings, my hat, my shoes, my jewelry, my watch, my, uh, my undergarments. Every single item I needed was within reach. I didn't even have to move two steps away from where I was. I could do everything that I needed right there in one spot for every day. Uh, now, when we go over the clothing part um, later in this process of the whole house organizing, then I'll show you some examples of how you can simplify it. Um, Even if you have a large inventory of clothing, how you can categorize it to make it a lot less movement um, to not waste time there. Uh, The other one 
is waiting. So when you're cooking something or you scrolling your phone waiting for the water to boil or waiting for the microwave or waiting for your coffee, what's something you can do during that time? We talked about making a grocery list. Another thing you can do is wipe the counters, clean out your microwave while you're making your coffee. Like that's something you can do in under a minute. Another thing you can do in under a minute, maybe you need to wipe off the upper cabinets or the lower cabinets. You can do that real quick while you're waiting for the water to boil or waiting for your coffee. Uh, maybe reorganize or throw out wasted items in your refrigerator, you know, old food. What is something you can do in that same space? Maybe you can quick sweep the floor in the kitchen. You know, there's things that we can do that would be a more productive way to use our time. Maybe you want to just clean out or straighten a drawer or wipe out your silverware drawer or, you know, clean the knobs on your cabinets, you know, your handles and knobs. That's something you can do really quick. Maybe while you're making your coffee, you're going to go and deep scrub the stove for that minute that that coffee's brewing. Like what is something that you can do that would be a more productive use of your time? Maybe you can just go and check under the sink and tidy up under the sink. Maybe you can just pick one drawer and pull out a couple of things that you don't need from it. You don't have to make a big mess. You don't have to pull everything out of the drawer to make an improvement. You can just pull out a couple of things. What is getting stuck in the drawer when you pull it open? Is there anything that's <laughs> causing a problem? One of the things that I've noticed in the last three dishwashers that I've used is that the stupid top rack, there's a plastic piece that fell off within, we had a new dishwasher put in in our last house and it didn't last three months before part of it broke off. And so I had to use a zip tie to keep the top rack from falling off when we pulled the drawer open all the way. So I did that in a quick minute of time while I was waiting on the water to boil for dinner. There's so many things that we can do instead of waiting. The other ways are overproduction, like not eating your leftovers and using too much toilet paper or buying too many clothes in each size. Like those are some things that we do as moms that's an overproduction waste. Overprocessing, making tasks too complicated, like having to fold things a certain way or you don't have to pull out the entire drawer like I was talking about to get it organized. You can just pull out a couple of things that don't belong and straighten up the rest. You don't have to make a big mess. It doesn't have to take 30 minutes of time. It can be done in less than a minute to tidy up just a little improvement. A little improvement is all it takes every day, all throughout your day. Just that little bit of something that you can do to make an improvement. You don't have to overprocess the thinking of it. And so many times when I'm helping a client that's been overwhelmed by the clutter in their home, they've overprocessed the thought of what needs to go into getting this done. And so it's something that they feel incapable of handling on their own because they felt like it was too much to handle. They thought it was going to take too many steps. It doesn't require that many steps. You don't have to go through every single space. You don't have to even do anything. Grab a garbage bag and pull out what you don't need. Like a grocery bag, if you just wanna do a small amount, if you only have a minute of time, grab a grocery bag, those plastic grocery bags or paper, whatever you're using, fill it up with something. You know, just go through the room really quick and grab a couple of things that you know you don't need. Things, you know, you bought something for the dog and it doesn't fit or the dog doesn't like it 
or your kid and <laughs> just put that in the bag. Get it out of your home. If you have things that need to be returned, grab a grocery bag, put those items in there and then go put them beside your purse, in your purse and then take it to the car the next time you go out to the car. Put it in the front seat so it annoys you until you get it done <laughs> instead of wasting it. Um, after overprocessing, the other seven wastes is defects like burning dinner, ruining a load of wash, or things getting left outside. How many times have you had a kid that left something outside and then it got rained on? Uh, my niece left her tennis shoes. She had grown, so she only had one pair of shoes that fit her at the time. She left him outside at the trampoline. They got rained on. She had to wear wet, soggy shoes to school the next day. It was the only pair that fit her and you know, that was a, she wasted her comfort by leaving her shoes out in the rain. My kids have lost things because they left them outside. I've burned dinner a few times and had to start over or, you know, maybe we didn't put the groceries away fast enough and uh, the ice cream got soggy and left outside. That was, you know, that's a defect. I wasted that because I didn't do it properly or I didn't do it in the right time. So, those are the seven wastes. So the seven wastes, I'll go over them again really quick and finish up this episode. So the seven wastes are transportation, inventory, motion, waiting, overproduction, overprocessing, and defects. And how many of those things do we do every day, all throughout our day that we are, that are causing us to not be productive? So those are things that I see in homes, I do in my own home that create waste. So how can we fix that? What is one thing you're going to work on today? How are you going to do, uh, how are you going to set up your schedule so that you have a better time block um, or so that your schedule actually works for you and you can do a little bit more in your home in the day because you've got a category of time that you know that's when you're going to do those tasks, Right. So as you're creating your daily schedule, create that time block so you can win at those routines. Your morning, your work block, your afternoon block, your evening, and then your night block, right? And I told you about how I do those. So create your daily schedule. Get your time organized. Put those tasks that need to be done in those time blocks. Like the other thing you need to do is do your kids have a bedtime do your kids have an actual time on the clock that they need to be in bed by and they should not be getting up after that time? If not, get that going. I have mine set up. I have four kids, so we'd start at seven. My youngest doesn't come back downstairs after seven. That gives me time to be with her. The next kid is eight o'clock. My kids have a good age gap. My first two are two years apart. And then my next, you know, between number two and number three is five years you can't put those kids down at the same time. And then my youngest, she just wants to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk when it's time to put her to bed. So I want to give her a little bit of time. So we start her bedtime at seven. The next one is at eight. Usually he's upstairs getting his bath at 7.30. And then nine o'clock for my next one. He needs to be upstairs so that my oldest has a little bit of time without him in her space before she needs to go to bed. Now, that has worked beautifully. Now, if your kids are all pretty close to the same age, schedule it out 15 minutes. So you get a little, little quality time with each of those kids, right? So everybody can go to bed within the same hour of time, schedule it out. However you need to 
Maybe it's 10 minutes apart. How many kids do you have? What time do they need to be going to bed? What time can you start getting them ready for bed? And if you ha- your kids are all pretty close together, everyone can have the same bedtime. You just have to schedule out the bathroom and do those things, make sure everybody's doing their thing. And it can be something that's easy if you have clear expectations. We have chores, who's doing what, who's responsible for what, set up those chores. Those are things that can help you create a better um, schedule. And we'll be going into that in the next episode where we talk about the communication and your um, command center. Okay. So that's going to be coming up later this week. I hope you guys love this episode. I will be sharing some details of my schedule and my um, time blocks that I've set up for myself in the Facebook group. So if you wanted to see that, come and join us. Sorry, this is a little bit longer episode than normal, but this is a kind of, I feel like this is, once we get this schedule going, once we have an actual bedtime for ourselves, once we have a bedtime for our kids and we have these planned things that we do throughout each of these sections of our day, it's so much easier to add in the projects of a decluttering a spot or creating the right organization for your space, for your family, one that will actually work well for you and your family. So get your schedule going, create a plan, write out your to-do list. I know that was in the last episode. Get your to-do list going and really have your schedule set up so that you can cut out that wasted time and energy And so we can cut out that waste. I hope you guys have enjoyed this and come and join us in the Facebook group. Ask any questions you have in there, how you can work out your schedule better. I will be answering questions in there um, as I can throughout the week. So anything that you guys have, come and share that. Ask me, you can send me a direct message or um, the text messaging that we have on there. That number is also in the show notes. So leave a message there. It's 980-389-0399. I hope you guys have an awesome day. I love you all so much. And I can't wait to get to know you better in the Facebook group. If you guys have not done this already, please leave a review for the podcast. I got one of the most heartwarming and encouraging reviews from Sky478. Sky, if this is Sky478, you please reach out to me and let me know who you are because I want to offer you a one-on-one coaching session for whatever it is that you wanted to work on. I want to be there for you. Your review melted my heart and it just made me so excited and so happy and thank you. And if anybody else wants to leave a review, I will be doing several more coaching spot giveaways or one-on-ones, whatever individual attention to what you need, whatever it is, I'm going to be offering several of those giveaways this month. So there's going to be at least four winners. So join in, make sure you guys leave a review, share the podcast, anything you can do to help us reach more people and leave those reviews because the more reviews we have, the higher it ranks, it goes up in the algorithm and blah, blah, blah. It reaches more people when it has more reviews, especially if it's getting several reviews at once. It really does impact how um, high in the listing it goes for 
um, the podcast search. So if people would search mom in the podcast episode or in the in just all podcasts in general, then mine would be ranked a little higher because it had gotten a bunch of reviews. So my mission with this is to help people. I want to make an impact in this world, you guys. I want to help as many mamas as I can to break free from the clutter, the stress, and the overwhelm in their homes. So Sky478, you have won a coaching spot with me. So make sure you reach out and let me know who you are so that I can... Um, get that going for you. I am so like you made my day when I read that. It was just so impactful. So thank you so much for that beautiful review. I love you so much. <laughs> All right. If anybody else wants to leave a review, I am doing a drawing. We will be. I'm gonna have my five year old pick the pick the winners. So it's not gonna be anything. It's gonna be random. Just whoever she wants to pick as her review winners. Those are going to be coming up. We are going to be doing a winner every week throughout this whole house organizing project. So someone else is going to be winning for this upcoming week. Sky478, you are the winner for this week. And we are going to keep going all month long. So keep those reviews coming. Make sure you share. Use your husband's phone, you know, whatever. Um, you can leave those reviews. And this is for Apple Podcasts. And if you just scroll down past the current episodes, there's some stars there. And then at the bottom left under where it has the couple of the reviews that you can read and before the about section. So between the reviews and the about section is a tiny little purple section that says write a review. If you click on that, it'll pop up an option for you to write a review. Um, I would love to hear from you guys. And so please leave those reviews. Let me know how I'm doing. Let me know what you like about the show. And if you wanted to share um, anything more, you can always email me at hello at the SOSmom.com. All right. I love you guys. Have a blessed day. I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Simplified and Fabulous Mom Life Podcast. We would love to hear from you. Our podcast hotline for U.S. is 980-389-0399. You can share your tips and tricks, topic suggestions, ask questions, and let me know if we should answer any of these on the air. For other ways to connect, you can reach us at jmorganizingspaces.com. Thanks for listening to this episode. Did I say it right?